All right. Well, thank you for joining us. This is uh, a, uh, a debate from Freedom Aid Radio with uh, an, an exciting panel of uh, galactic experts known as the Predetermined Council of Giant Brainheads, and they have been uh, chatting away on the Freedom Aid Radio board at freedomainradio.com. On the question of determinism, and uh, uh, I guess uh, we're going to have a chat about it because it can be a little bit of a back-and-forth, whirly-gig, brain-kaleidoscopic fast to get uh, definitions of free will and uh, determinism squared away and to make progress. This is a conversation that has gone on at Freedom Aid Radio for about uh, subjectively 300,000 years, objectively about three years, and we're no closer to making any resolution or getting any particular, uh, making any progress in, in the conversation, so I thought it would be worthwhile getting some of the, um, uh, the best and brightest in the pro-determinist camp. Uh, I myself am not uh, a determinist, but as far as I understand it, from the three gentlemen to my right, that's not my fault. But um, I was wondering if we could uh, go forward and if uh, you guys could, I don't know if you want to say anything about yourself. And Tyrell, if you might want to flip on, I don't know if you're trying to be incognito, but you're, you're, you're kind of in a low light situation. <laughs> if you take your hat off or something, oh. <laughs> it looks yeah. like you are on the run from Mossad. And I don't think that you are. Oh, wait, you should be a determinist. You should not be a determinist based on the light that I see from your brain. Anyway. Uh, so That's very good if, because I'm not a determinist. Oh, good. Okay. So if uh, I think Paul... Compatibilist Peter, on the... Oh, compatibilist. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, well uh, yeah. uh, we have uh, uh, Paul and so Peter. Sorry, uh, not only are you the uh, beginnings of a fabulous folk rock duo, but I do believe that you're uh, more hard determinist. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I think that's right, yeah. Okay, yeah, great. That's right, yeah. So um, uh, I've already had the opportunity to put forward my free will position uh, in a variety of podcasts. Uh, and just remember, if you could mute if you're not talking, we do get a bit of an echo. Uh, if, uh, so I've, had, I've already had the opportunity to put forward, and, and if people want to know uh, my positions on, on free will and, and how I define it, what it means, then you can uh, – there's a, a free will series on YouTube uh, if you want to see the videos, or you can go to um, – freedomainradio.com forward slash search, type in free will, and you'll see all the podcasts. So I don't think that I need to go into any particular details about my position uh, as far as this goes. But um, uh, if, if we could go sort of in order from hardest to most softcore determinist, uh, I think that would be helpful so that I could get a sense of the range of positions that we're starting from. So, Paul, you're a, you're a like, uh, hardcore robot head determinist. Is that, uh, is that fairly accurate? Uh, yeah, that's that's right. Yeah. Okay. So, would you like to uh, uh, lay lay out the uh, the position <laughs> and uh, help uh, help me to understand what I've not been able to understand for the past few years? Um. Yeah, I, I can try. Um. Uh, actually, I don't think it's it's uh, that uh, complicated. Everything we um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Everything we know about about um, matter and, and and all these other things can be when we only look at it closely enough, um, predicted, you know, for example, there, there will be no doubt when we take a quite primitive organism like, like a worm or a slug, um, we can understand its uh, neural network, the way it's, it, it's um, built, and um, um, if we somehow find a way to, to measure What's going on in this neural network? We will be able to perfectly predict what this worm is going to do next. Okay. 
So, and since um, due to Darwin's theory of evolution, um, the, we developed from the same things like these worms um, uh, without um, without any leaps in the chain of events. You, you get what I mean? We, we're just uh, way more like complex a, than a worm. Like, if I understand it right, it's not like every organism except man developed according to the same pattern or path. But uh, um, so man is not outside the continuum of nature or physics, uh, which is what the religious position would be, that what differentiates us from uh, fish and fowl is God's soul, which gives us these remarkable and amazing and, of course, purely fictional capacities relative to all other living creatures. So we're part of the the Darwinian uh, continuum, subject to all the same laws of physics and not uh, possessed of any supernatural or or non-material Abilities is that is that what you mean? And I, I of course fully agree with that, but I just want to make sure I understand that's what you mean. Yeah, thanks. That's what exactly what I was uh, trying to say. Yes. Okay. No, and you said it very well. I just wanted to make sure I understood it well. Thanks. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Now that we look, if we can understand the worm, we can with a, a, a better computer we can understand the human brain and we can predict humans' behavior perfectly. So. There is no room for free will when looked at from the outside. It appears from from our perspective, from a, from a, the perspective of a human mind, that we have free will, but is but it's merely an illusion because we cannot understand how complex our own brains, how, how complex our own minds are. So, yeah. Right. So, so uh, if I understand this correctly, and I use this metaphor on the board, I'm sorry for repeating it here, but when I feel I have a good metaphor, I like to milk it until it turns inside out. But um, uh, primitive uh, people, primitive tribes, would look at the weather and they would believe that the weather was controlled by the gods. And therefore they would pray to the gods or in a sense have a debate or argue or supplicate or reason with or pray to the gods to get rain for crops or whatever. And that is imagining that there's a kind of ghost in the machine. Because the weather, of course, is a highly complex system And the only reason we can't predict it with perfect accuracy is we lack information, not because there's a God in there whose will we cannot divine, so to speak. And so from the determinist position, the free will position is the position that there's a God in the rain cloud and it's entirely false, that there is a God in the rain cloud. And so when human beings understand that the weather is not controlled by the gods, then what they do is cease debating with the weather, because it would make no sense to debate with the weather. You simply attempt to predict it, and you work with what is. But you don't sort of shake your fists at the rain clouds for raining on your wedding day or anything like that, or feel that, that Zeus or Set or Baal has betrayed you uh, by uh, punishing you with rain. Is that, uh, and, and if that metaphor is off, uh, it certainly let me, let me know. I did not completely understand your metaphor. Sorry, you mean... They would just stop praying because they know that it makes no sense. Yeah, we, we, don't, pray right, yeah. For, we don't pray for weather because But, we understand that weather, okay. although it's too complex for us to predict with perfect accuracy, is not, does not have choice or free will. It is not a conscious uh, entity with the ability to, to make choices and act on preferred behavior and so on. It is simply a highly complex system. And the reason, and, and we can, can predict it with 
uh, with generalities, and, and that's in the same way that an economist, say, can predict things with generalities. In other words, that uh, uh, if a Porsche is on sale for a dollar, that the demand will be very high and it will sell very quickly, but you can't predict uh, with perfect accuracy uh, only because you lack particular knowledge of the variables. In the same way that we can predict in general trends within weather, but we can't predict exactly when the rain is going to start, how many raindrops there are, but only because we lack information in the complexity of the system, not because the system has choice uh, and free will. Yeah, exactly. If, if we knew all the determinants that control our weather, then we could predict it, and I'd say one day it'll be possible. <laughs> it will be possible so. to perfectly predict yeah, the behavior course. because we will know all of it. We have the computing power and know enough of the, all of the variables, or at least enough to predict what someone's going to say next, what they're going to do next. Uh, in a sense, uh, the future is like we're, we're a train on a train track. We're not, you know, a, a guy ambling around a field, right? We're on a train track of uh, uh, obeying the laws uh, of physics and, and uh, biology and, uh, and so on. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah, that's correct, yes. Okay. That's same. And what... Uh, uh, so for you, then there's no, there's no such thing as an ego or personal responsibility, right? Because that would be an illusion in the same way that we would not assign personal responsibility to the weather. Uh, events simply unfold like a rock bouncing down a hill has no control, even though we don't know exactly where it's going to land. It's only because we lack variables uh, or knowledge of the variables or computing power in real time. We don't know where that rock's going to land, and wherever it's going to land is not the responsibility, so to speak, of the rock. Is that fair to say? Yeah, um, concerning the rock, it's fair to say, but not. I wouldn't say there's no ego. Um, there, there are different uh, ways of viewing uh, humans or life in general. So, um, what I'm trying to say, you can, um, you cannot. Um, the, the ego or uh, things like consciousness or free will, they they don't exist in um, in the in the scientific view of reality. Okay, you get what I mean. Sorry, the ego does but not exist clearly. in the scientific view, is that right? Yeah, yeah exactly, but, but we still experience it as, um, as real. Well, that's, sorry, that's to, to, we, we have to do, differentiate the sciences here, because I, I don't, I'm no expert okay. on physics, and I, I can't speak to the physics of this, but uh, uh, certainly psychology is in the sciences, along with biology, and psychology certainly recognizes uh, the ego. And okay, yeah. So uh, physicists okay, may I'll not, chemists may not, but uh, psychologists certainly would, and they would be counted within the sciences. Okay, true. Um, I'll, I'll um, put it another way. Okay, so um, I'm saying there are two different perspectives on, on reality, and from these two different perspectives result two different uh, ways of um, describing this reality, okay? And I think the main problem in our debate is we constantly switch between them and, um, and mix them up. Okay, um, and what, so are these two, uh, what are these two ways of describing reality? Okay, the, f the first one is um, uh, I am um, a natural scientist in my lab, and um, um, on the objects I'm studying, I have a third-person perspective, I'd say. It's a third-person third perspective because um, the observer and the thing that he is observing are not identical, okay? But um, when a scientist, we try to investigate the um, neuronal basis for a mental phenomenon like, like consciousness, like free will, um, uh, the scientist will inevitably investigate himself too. So he observes neural pro processes from the third-person perspectives as a scientist, 
But as a human being, he inevitably experiences the phenomenon from a subjective first-person perspective. And so these perspectives have, like I said, different ways of describing different languages. So right. Say, so um, let me just scientific- make sure I understand what you're saying okay. just before we move to the next point. So if I am pointing a spectrograph at the red wall behind me, I'm going to get a certain wavelength back. But at the same time, when I'm looking at that wall, I will also see the color red. And is that what you mean, that, that there's something that you're measuring and then there's your direct experience of that? And, of course, you're talking about more of an internal state, but I'm just trying to understand the general distinction that you're talking about. Well, yeah, that sounds um, correct, yes, yeah. Okay. So, go on. Yeah, so, so oh, and from okay, these... Sorry, dis- so, if I understand you right, then, then the determinists are describing the... Um, the spectrograph and the wavelength, whereas people who are um, uh, free will advocates are describing the subjective experience of con- consciousness. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. It's a huge misunderstanding, so to say. <laughs> well, I don't know that it's a misunderstanding. I mean, it, it can be <laughs> wrong. Um, because the, the, the people who are describing free will, if they're putting an irrational ghost in the machine called free will or consciousness or whatever that is, uh, mm-hmm. that has choice, uh, then they are uh, committing an error, right? No, they're not, they're not really committing an, an error. From their perspective, they're not committing an error because they cannot understand the complexity of their own mind. Well, sure, but they can say, this is- like, I can't understand the complexity of the weather, but I can say it's not controlled by the gods, right? I mean, yeah. if I say the weather is controlled by the gods, I'm speaking in error, right? Even if I don't, yeah. even if I'm not a meteorologist and I don't understand why the rain uh, happens or precipitation or, or, or cold fronts or anything like that, even if I uh, don't have any clue why the weather happens, I still would be erroneous, uh, or it would be a false statement to say it is controlled by the gods, right? Yeah. So it doesn't require a knowledge of the brain. In order, if determinism is true, then it doesn't require a knowledge of the brain to say that there's no such thing as free will, that that is just an illusion, the way that, that there are gods in the rain clouds is an illusion, right? Right, yeah. Okay, so there really aren't two perspectives, right? There's a true perspective, which is that we don't have free will, and there's a false or subjective perspective, which is that we do. Is that what I think you're saying? Um, yeah. I mean, if I were to say, I feel like I have free will, that's one thing, right? Or if I were to say, uh, I believe that there are gods in the rain clouds, that is a true statement because I'm saying, well, yes, I believe it. But it's not a true statement to say there are gods in the rain clouds. So I could say, I experience free will, but there is no such thing as free will. Um, Yes. Okay, so, so free will is still an erroneous position. It's not just two perspectives. It is a subjective and false impression, like if I look out the, at, at, the, at the world and say, well, the world is flat because that's how it looks. It's true that it looks flat to me, but it's not true that it is flat, right? Yeah, that's right. It's, it's, it's like, you know, when you're saying the sun rises um, in the east, okay? It, it, that's, that it looks like it's right, but it's wrong. Right. Okay, the sun right. doesn't rise in the east. We have we have planets circling around, and, and, and no one's rising anywhere. So th- that's the, the, what I'm trying to say. The difference between it, we we cannot. It's the way we experience reality. Yeah, that's but it's false, <laughs> right? Yeah, of okay. course. 
Okay, um, I think I understand that. Peter, did you want to uh, add anything in? Uh, yeah, I mainly uh, agree, um, uh, and I, I would add that um, that if you believe that uh, that causality is universal, that everything is caused, uh, every effect is caused by something else, um, then free will is is in a logical contradiction with that. Uh, sure. Because uh, um, yeah, you you argued that. Um, that free will is a property that can occur when you when you aggregate uh, uh, stuff that does not have uh, uh, the property of free will. But I think that the problem with that is, and, and that is indeed true. I mean, you can you can you can uh, take um, two liquids that are transparent and mix them, and and you you get a, a, a liquid that has a property uh, yellow or something. So that that is perfectly correct. But uh, I think that is not possible with causal stuff. You cannot take causal building blocks that operate uh, determined as a cause and effect and you aggregate them to something that is not causal. So, uh, therefore, how, no matter how complex you make it, uh, it will always uh, uh, be de determined. And so free will can, cannot be possible. Right, okay. So, uh, and I, I just, uh, before we, I'm sorry, did someone have something they wanted to add? I thought I had someone. Tyrell, did you want to jump in with the compatibilist viewpoint, which I have a tough time understanding, um, but maybe you can elucidate it a bit for us. Yeah, sure. I'm not exactly sure that I really am a compatibilist, so I just picked the term because it seems to be closest to the way I'm interpreting things. But, uh, um, so the way that I uh, perceive it, the, the, the argument as a whole, is it seems like there we have... Um, we have this idea that you know a causal causality equals um, predetermined future, which um, I don't agree with, and I think that you can show that um, a causal universe excludes a predetermined future. So the, I kind of look at the debate as a seesaw back and forth. We have um, we have two perspective two perspectives which both seem to be true. One is that um, the future is not predetermined. And secondly, that um, you can't have any effects without causes. Causality is universal. So we have this sort of seesawing back and forth over this, uh, what I would, what I believe is a false belief that um, uh, causality equals predetermined future. So the, the, the determinist side say, um, well, we can't break causality causality equals predetermined future, therefore we live in a determined universe. And from the free will perspective, we have, well, we don't live in a, the future is obviously not predetermined. Causality equals predetermined future, therefore causality must be broken somehow. And I mean, that's my perspective. That's my perspective on the debate. I'm not sure if that's exactly how everybody here aligns or if that's how you align, but um, that's my generalized perspective. Okay. Uh, I think I understand that. Okay, um, and is there anything you wanted to add at the moment to that? Um, no, not, not, I'm not burning to add anything right now. Okay, so I think, if I understand this right, we can remove the, uh, the criterion of complexity is irrelevant 
to the question of free will versus uh, in, in the deterministic universe, the question of complexity becomes irrelevant, right? So the fact that the human mind is obviously highly complex and, and, uh, and creative or seemingly creative and so on, that that simply creates like a magician's illusion of choice. But complexity is irrelevant because fundamentally we are uh, the same in terms of uh, uh, caused neural firings as, uh, as a worm, right? I mean, we're, we're a complex worm, but the complexity is irrelevant. Is that uh, fair to say from the, um, from the perspective of the determinists? Uh, I would agree with that. In fact, if the complexity wasn't there, it would be a lot easier because we wouldn't... I don't think worms can use it because of a lack of opposable uh, thumbs. So when we... Oh, sorry, if someone can just mute, we're getting an echo. If, uh, so then it is fair, I think, to, to take simple examples and we don't have to worry about whether they accord with humanity because humanity is nothing more than uh, a complex example of, of these simple things. So, so when we have a rock bouncing down a hill, which is a perfect uh, metaphor, in fact, it's, it's directly analogous to, to human life, we have a rock bouncing down a hill. There is no possibility that the rock can fall in the, quote, wrong place, is there? Well, if, if a human makes a statement, uh, and, it's, and uh, this statement is the rock will fall over there, and the rock falls somewhere else, then in that sense he makes a wrong statement. He has a false belief. Well, unfortunately that doesn't work in the deterministic universe, though, because the human being is just another rock. And what, what is happening when the rock is falling down is the rock is simply following causality. And the human being who says the rock should fall over there and not over there is also following causality equally and has no alternate statement to make. And therefore, I'm not sure how I understand how the possibility of error conceivably exists within a predetermined universe. Because to me, it's like saying a rock, and forget the human being, we just talk about the rock. A rock bouncing down a hill can't land in the wrong place. It just lands wherever it lands, right? Yeah, that is true, yeah. But a human being making a statement, it is true that he could not have made any, any other statement, and his statement was bound to be false. But no, uh, no, no, no. if a rock can't fall in the wrong place, a human being can't make a wrong statement because we've already agreed that the complexity is irrelevant, right? If a rock can't fall in the wrong place, a human being cannot make an incorrect statement because there's no possibility of anything else occurring, right? It would be like an error compared to what? compared to some other place where a true statement was made, but that other place doesn't exist because we have this iron law of causality, right? Uh, no, I would not agree with that because I'd say that the error is that uh, he says the rock falls over here and the rock fell over there. So it is not compliant. His beliefs are not compliant with reality. And in that sense, he can be in error. But there would be no other way that he could have been uh, in error, but so he still, no uh, that is it. Sorry, he had no possibility whatsoever of making a correct statement, right? That's correct. So clearly he's not so responsible for his error at all, right? Uh, no, you would have to redefine re the responsibility, yeah, that is uh, true. Well, any, look, um, the rock is not responsible for where it lands, right? Yeah. I mean, if the rock landed on my car, I wouldn't take it to court, right? And say, well, that was just malicious, right? That's correct. So, yeah, but uh, it's, it's correct. But Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. It's correct what you say, Steph, but, you know, the, the rock is not just falling anyway. Somebody threw it, okay? 
when yes, we, but when, no, 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 when we, we have we, an effect, we, we have a cause. With the rock, because we've already said that complexity is irrelevant, so we can't bring hum, hum, bringing yeah, yeah. human beings in is confusing and, and irrelevant because the complexity of a human mind is irrelevant. We're just looking at a rock. Let's just say it accidentally dislodged and landed on my car. Clearly, I can't, you know, rail against the rock for nastily destroying my car and take it to court, right? Yeah, no, no, sorry. <laughs> you can't just look at a, a falling rock or uh, if, if, it's, if the falling of the rock is an effect, there has to be a cause, okay? Right, let's just anything say there happens, was some rain and it dislodged the gravel that uh, supported the rock, it comes down the hill, it lands on my car. Uh, there is a cause, yeah, the, of course, right? Uh, but, yeah. uh, but there's no possibility that it was never not going to happen. So clearly I can't blame the rock. That would be illogical, right? That would be like getting mad at the weather because I think there's a god in there, right? Yeah, but the rain is a little more to blame for, for the rock to come down because it's so I should take the weakened rain up the ground. What I'm saying is that it, w it would be completely illogical to take either the rain or the court, sorry, the rain or the rock or the wind or anything to, uh, to, to, to court or to, to shake my fist at it and say, you nasty person or you nasty rock or you nasty rain or whatever, because clearly it would just be the unfolding of cause and effect. It would make no sense whatsoever uh, to say that, this was, uh, that there was any responsibility uh, of any entity involved or any uh, object involved, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right, but but taking to court and who to blame or what to blame, it's 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 um it's it's easy, but it's not that easy. Okay, you can't um put the blame just on one factor. Okay, there are all when unless there is just one factor, unless unless there is just one single cause. No, no, no. Um, then matter. you can blame that single cause. But there are, right? Doesn't matter how many causes there are because everything is. Yeah, but they all right? come together to one effect. Sure, okay. but no cause is responsible, right? Because it's just what happened, right? It's what the unfolding of cause and effect and causality has resulted in, right? Like, and what I'm saying by that is that there's no possibility of responsibility. And this doesn't mean that determinism is true or false. Please understand me. I'm not trying to disprove determinism uh, by saying that this is the case. I'm just trying to understand uh, determinism, right? I'm not trying to trick you or trap you or, or you know, say, aha, well, then now it's false, right? I'm just trying to say that um, a human being is morally indistinguishable from a rock, uh, and, and there's no possibility of error. Uh, or, or right or wrong or true or false because there's no possibility of alternate states, of alternative states, in the way that there's no possibility that a rock falling down a hill can land in the wrong place uh, or be responsible for where it lands or anything like that, right? Yeah, you're right. From, an, um, from the uh, objective third-person perspective, a human being is absolutely not responsible for its actions. actions um, but... We as humans, most of the time we uh, look at the world from a first-person perspective. And therefore, and from, from this perspective, um, clearly um, the, the, uh, a criminal is, is uh, to blame. Well, no, but that's an error, right? I mean, saying that a criminal is to blame for his actions would be a, a, an error. Because he's not. Yeah, but right? he's still... Yeah, he, he's, not, he's not to blame in a... Um, he, it's like he, he, he decided to do that, okay, but, uh, but he, but he's still, uh, um, in our social or cultural, um, system of values, he's still a dysfunctional machine. So if, if we want our society and our culture to keep on going this way, we, we don't want these, 
dangerous elements to come up. Well, so, sorry. So that's why. Again, I'm just. It's just because maybe I, I'm, I'm misunderstanding the position. So you're saying if we want our society to be safer, then we should make the choice to throw these people in jail. No, 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 no. Okay, we should good. educate I just, I didn't them. Didn't think you were saying that. So no, 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 no. No, 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 not, not, then it's too late, but there's always a chance to, to re-educate them, okay, to show them, to, to, to carve the right behavior into their brain. I mean, that's, that's why so it's, what is it's so right important. Behavior? You mean, yeah, if, if you nice don't like the fact that they're criminals, you will choose to re-educate them or, or find some way of, banish them or find some way of ameliorating their behavior, is that right? Yeah, that's right. So I would say the right behavior gets chosen by the free market and the quality, the, the properties of the free market get, sorry for the word, determined by the human beings that yeah, have to interact with each other. Okay, so now, when, understand. When, when you say that the right behavior is chosen, it seems to me that you would be using the language of free will there. Yeah, I have to. I'm human. It's, it makes it easier no, to understand, no, like I said. No, we talk about the weather without Good. talking about gods, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. I get right, it. So there's no such thing as right behavior and there's no such thing as choosing, right? And again, this doesn't disprove determinism. I'm just making sure I understand the position. Maybe you're right. Maybe there isn't uh, any such thing as right behavior and uh, maybe we can't choose anything. Maybe you're completely right that causality is true and Case. it's all an illusion. I just want to make sure I understand the position. Steph, I, I, I think, I think the, the problem with this, this line of reasoning is that you try to find uh, something out about the, the laws of nature and how nature behaves by introspecting into your, into your feelings and into how you, how you interact with other human beings. But you, you cannot determine how, how an atom bounces into another atom by by uh, looking at how people uh, uh, regards uh, their own uh, the, the feeling that they have a choice, uh, the feeling that there is morality, that there is a responsibility, no physicist would would uh, would use that as an argument uh, that matter behaves in uh, in a certain way because um, yeah that must be so because we feel responsible so. Yeah, I, I have a, a bit of a. It, it is an interesting thing how to redefine all these these things like morality and responsibility and uh, uh, blame and punishment uh, under uh, regard, uh, uh, considering that everything is deterministic. Uh, but the the first thing to realize is that either everything is causal and it is universal. Uh, and there cannot be free will, or there is free will, but then things uh, are not all causal, and then, yeah, you open the door to religion. Well, I do, do you understand that? statements there that I wouldn't necessarily agree with, and I think that that's a, I don't think that you open the door to religion at all uh, by, uh, by saying that there is, uh, is choice in the world, but uh, you said that there was a problem with my perspective, right? But uh, clearly... I don't have a choice about my perspective, and I am not responsible for my perspective, right? So I'm not sure what you mean when you say there's yeah. a problem. Yeah. That's like saying there's a, that, that, that it's bad where the rock landed <laughs> when it bounced down the hill. Sure, you have no, uh, you have no uh, 
no choice in the interaction with me in the, in this debate. Uh, uh, They're kind of either like, the, like two television sets talking to each other, right? There's no uh, possibility no, of no, no, uh, choosing because better or worse uh, outcomes, right? Uh, no, because the TV is only output. Uh, we we have inputs as well, and and I I try no, with my matter, my arguments. The inputs are as predetermined as the inputs, right? Sorry, to interrupt. Yeah, right. But I mean, uh, I'll, of, uh, what you and I are going to say next, and the outcome of this debate is <laughs> determined ahead of like is, there's no possibility of it going a different way. It's like a rock going down a hill, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that is the 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 result of a causal uh, of universal causality. Right, so how is it that my perspective could be problematic, given that it's like a rock coming down a hill? Well, if it is about, that is the whole thing with truth, if you say that truth falls completely into the water, uh, because uh, there is no other alternative, uh, then, there, uh, then you're right, then, uh, then there is nothing wrong with no position. But I would say that truth is a belief that is that is in accordance with what happens in reality. Uh, and then you can still have full truth and falsehood, even though um, there would be no other way than a person having a false belief. Okay, but we have to work, because we already agreed that we were going to ditch complexity. So tell me how a rock bouncing down a hill from the perspective of the rock is true or false, right or wrong, correct or incorrect. No, there's nothing t uh, true or false or right or incorrect with that. No. Okay, and since human it's beings are more complex rocks, the same criteria would apply, right? Or not apply, so to speak. Yeah, but if they have a, an ID, the ID is not in reality. The ID they have about reality is, can still be wrong. No, it can't. Because if a rock can't be wrong, then a human being can't be wrong, because we already established that the complexity of the human mind is irrelevant to the question at hand, right? If you say 2 plus 2 is 5, then it is still, it is still wrong. I mean, no, it's not wrong. It's not wrong because there's no possibility of an alternative situation, right? If, if a rock can't be wrong, and you, you I mean, I, I asked up front, you know, what is, a, and we went through to make sure I understood the determinist position, right? So if a rock, and, I, and we said uh, that uh, a rock is, uh, is, a, is, is exactly the same as a human being, but just less complex, but the complexity is irrelevant, right? We went through that. Therefore, everything which applies to the rock or to the weather also applies to a human being, because as we've said, there's nothing special about a human being, right? We are just a more complex form of life, but subject to all of the same laws as everything else, right? So that which occurs within weather, that which occurs to a rock bouncing down a hill, will be identical to that which occurs for a human being. But we, we obviously have different subjective viewpoints and so on, but that, that's irrelevant because those would, I mean, from the free will standpoint, those would just be erroneous and should be corrected and so on. But we can't apply any special judgments or criteria to a human being that we would not apply to any other object or entity within the universe because it's cause and effect and all subject to physics, right? Yeah. I would say that that the the, the same thing applies for, for reality, for matter and for energy, but not for concepts. A concept can still be wrong. 
So wait, wait, sorry. So because as far as I understood it, you said human beings are the same as everything else. But now you're saying that there's something called a concept which is not subject to the laws of physics in a deterministic universe? Yeah, or theory. Theory is, uh, is an abstract thing. Okay. So we're of the same opinion. We are. Oh, good. Okay, so there is uh, a possibility of chosen, preferable, alternate states for concepts or ideas or propositions or theories within the human mind, and that's how we're different from rocks. Yeah. Okay, and how does that not fit... In, or do you feel that that having, you know, one uh, set of uh, truth criteria or responsibility criteria or ethical criteria or whatever, and simply applying it to human consciousness and particular aspects of the human consciousness on the frontal lobe, the higher functioning, because somebody who's had a frontal lobotomy, we would generally not consider morally responsible. So we're going to, out of all of the universe, we're going to apply just these particular concepts to frontal lobe uh, possibilities within the human mind, which would seem to indicate that there is something different about the human mind, because we don't debate with the weather, we don't debate with the rocks, and we certainly don't believe that a raindrop falling down a window pane is going to be problematic or correct or incorrect. These terms are reserved for the human mind, which indicates that there is something different and quite opposite, in a way, between the human mind and all other entities that we have encountered. Uh, well, the human mind is certainly very special. special. I wouldn't uh, deny that, but um, not able to, to break the laws of causality. So then it's like a rock. So then it's like a rock. It's not like a rock. It's just a complex rock, right? And therefore it can't be correct or incorrect, right or wrong, because there's no possibility of alternate states. But it can have theories, and as far as I know, a rock cannot uh, have theories. Yes, but we've already agreed, and we really have to get this one fixed in our minds. We've already agreed that there's no difference whatsoever between the human mind and a rock except complexity. And the complexity is irrelevant. In fact, the complexity simply confuses people into believing they have free will. The complexity is a source of error, not of, of accuracy. Like, for instance, uh, if, if, I have a sim if I have a simple uh, raindrop in a still room, I can measure that uh, with you know fairly close to complete accuracy if I get down at the quantum level. And that gives me a pretty uh, 100%, close to a, really close to 100% accuracy about you know, where it's going to land, just to take something simple. But when you put all of that stuff together with um, you know, gravity and uh, drags on, on the atmosphere and, and wind and rain and all this and birds flying and, and airplanes, you get the weather. Now, I would not say that the single raindrop falling in a, a, a room is fundamentally different than the weather. It's just that the weather has a lot more variables, but the weather doesn't get some magical new property. It's just really, really complex. So when we talk about uh, causality, uh, we, we can talk about the, the, the drop of water in a room and then extrapolate that to the weather, right? And, and it's not like the weather gets consciousness because it's more complex or gets moral responsibility or choice, right? Um. May 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 I ask a question? I mean, it's, yeah. for me, it's, get, it, it, it's getting a little confusing right now. I think we are having these problems right now with the rock and the human mind, because um, maybe what what would happen if we would um, uh, think um, or assume 
um, that uh, this concept of true and false, this concept of correct and incorrect, is um, um, something that comes from our first-person perspective and not from the scientific one. I mean, because we, when we're talking about cause and effect, there is no there is no right and wrong. Okay, in the universe, there is no right and wrong. There there sure. just is. So um, maybe the mistake we're making when we're asking if the rock is falling in the right place or in the wrong place is simply that we're asking the question. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, but we, we talked earlier, if you remember the metaphor about the god in the thundercloud, uh, we said earlier that uh, free will is an error, right? And, and, and from the free will, I mean, this is the sort of paradox that we get into, which is why these debates at least are, are hard to, to resolve, right? Free will is an error in the same way that believing Zeus controls the rain uh, is an error. And so uh, we can't go back to first-person perspective and say, well, there's some subjective perception of truth and falsehood or whatever, because that would be an error according to the term determinist position. But then, unfortunately, within the deterministic universe, there is no such thing as truth or falsehood, error uh, or accuracy, correctness or incorrectness, certainly no such thing as morality. Uh, and so we have the problem that the deterministic viewpoint says that free will is an error, but unfortunately, within the determinist world view, there is no such thing as error. And that's the, the, the problem that seems very hard to, to, to resolve, at least from the determinist position. I mean, to me, if a determinist says, well, there's no such thing as error, then that makes sense, right? Like, if, if I say that Zeus does not control the thunder, then I stop praying to Zeus to control the thunder, right? And, and uh, if uh, determinists believe that there's no such thing as error, then it would make sense to not correct anyone. But they do, and therefore that's the paradox that lies at the heart of determinism, which is the belief that uh, the human mind is exactly the same, uh, though more complex, than a rock falling down a hill. And no sane human being would stand at the bottom of the hill uh, when a rock is bashing down uh, at the side, say, go left, go right, do this, do that, oh, you fell in the wrong place, go back and start again. Right? I mean, that would be ridiculous, but uh, determinists will say the human mind is exactly the same, but then engage in debates with the human mind attempting to correct it. That's the paradox that I have real trouble understanding. From the things you just said, I don't really see the paradox. I mean, clearly we're humans. We, we have to think in our first-person perspective. We can only um, um, create this some kind of artificial, some kind of, not artificial, some kind of a little more objective language science that science employs, okay? But it's still, it's still, uh, still a language of our human minds, okay? You get what I mean? Even mathematics, for example, yeah? It's, it's uh, as logic, um, as logical as we can get. But, that we cannot guarantee that um, um, maybe one, an, an, an alien that looks completely different like we do and thinks completely different like we do would understand what we mean by this stuff. Okay, we, 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 we will assume that it does because this is all we can imagine, but we cannot be sure. We cannot be sure that this way of thinking is the only way of thinking, but we have to because we can't imagine anything else. Okay, so if we can't imagine anything else, then there's no possibility of alternate beliefs, and there, there's, therefore there's no possibility of error, right? Yeah, these alternate beliefs, they, they come far, far later. You know, first there's the consciousness, and then there are 
this this makes up alternate beliefs. So, but I understand this is kind of like a switch that you're pulling on me here, right? I mean, just just to be frank, right? Because you're saying, well, the human mind is exactly <laughs> okay. the same as a rock, and then when I point out the logical consequences of that, you jump back into the free will subjective mind and say, well, yes, but there's you know our subjective experience, and we have to respect that. And it's like, well, no, we don't actually. As philosophers and as scientists, we certainly do not have to respect people's subjective experiences, right? If I said that gods control the weather, you would correct me, right? Um, if I said right, the world was yeah. banana-shaped, you would correct me, right? You wouldn't say, well, you know, that's your subjective experience, and therefore we have to respect that and speak in that language and so on, right? Because when I You're say right. there's such a uh, thing as free will, you correct me, right? That's right, why this yeah. debate is occurring, right? So you can't then say, well, right. Steph, you're wrong about free will. And then when I point out the logical contradictions of determinism, you say, well, but we have these subjective experiences. That, because you can't say, Steph, you're wrong about free will, and then say, well, we have to respect the language and subjective experience of free will, because that's not what you're doing on the board, right? And I'm not saying it's bad that that's not what you're doing, but you can't then switch to this argument, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, switching uh, to this I'm argument. I'm Okay, Peter. Sorry. Yeah, I, you were talking, but uh, I, I just thinking that I have a bit of a problem with the remark complexity does not matter um, because um, it does matter uh, <laughs> uh, in a in a sense it does matter. I mean, um, uh, a big computer is different from a hand calculator. Uh, for some properties it matters, uh, some properties it, it don't. Uh, when you say you don't debate a rock uh, and you do debate, debate a human, then I would say yeah, complexity does matter uh, in this area because a human has, uh, you know that it has ears and can and eyes and uh, and and senses can take in information. This information can change the brain state and and the, and the beliefs and cause different behavior. So uh, in that sense, sense complexity does matter, not for the causality uh, uh, of the behavior. So you, you cannot you cannot say complexity does not matter for everything. That that is the the refinement I uh, want to make. Clear? Well, sure, but the determinist would say that complexity does not create free will, right? Sorry, you just lost your audio. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I muted. Okay, so, so complexity, uh, the complexity of the human mind does not give it any possible way of choosing or being responsible for uh, its behavior or, or what it does, right? Any more than a rock chooses where it bounces down a hill, right? Yeah, and that's that complexity cannot break causality. Right, so complexity doesn't matter in terms of whether a human being is fundamentally like a rock bouncing down a hill. Not for causality, but uh, for communication purposes, it makes a big difference. I'm sorry, I don't understand that. I mean, if I don't believe that well, uh, Zeus, if I don't believe that Zeus is in one rain cloud, does it make sense that I say Zeus is in a hundred rain clouds? Uh, I, I don't mean, say that Zeus no such. If, if a human being is, if the insight of determinism is that human beings are exactly the same as rocks going down a hill, I don't understand what it means to say yes, but human beings have 
eyes and ears and so on. You could say, well, a computer takes input and provides output, but we don't debate with our computers, right? Yeah, but we give our computers input to change their behavior, and we give a human being inputs to change their behavior, uh, and we know that it, that that path, that causal path exists, the causal path between their inputs and their their muscles and their outputs. So it makes sense to to debate debate with them, uh, and and in the same Sorry. Sorry. to debate with humans. Uh, but it makes no sense to you, debate with computers, right? No, you 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 treat each piece of uh, of matter uh, in a way that it that it works causally, but they all work causally. But a rock a rock is also bouncing downhill is also causally. But the only way to change its behavior is to to push it aside with a bulldozer, and the only way to change the computer's behavior causally is to type on a keyboard, and the only way to to change a human mind's uh, uh, human's behavior is to debate with uh, a human being, but they're all they're all causally determined. So, so the use of the word change here is a little confusing, and this is what I find problematic with determinists. You know, all due respect to your all of your obvious intelligence, and again, I could be completely wrong, but when you begin to press determinists on the question of, of error and responsibility and so on, and debating, uh, you all begin to switch to the language of free will, right? So. Um, we would understand that two computers hooked up on a network could not change each other's behavior, right? They would not be, in a sense, uh, there would be no breaking of causality. They would just do what they would do. They'd send a couple of IP packets back, depending on their programming, to keep alive stuff or whatever. But they would not... I would say they do change each... I would say they do change each other's behavior, yes. Right, but there's no responsibility or, or breaking of causality in that interaction. Right? No. No. So you don't in, have in any this capacity case, a to change my behavior because you don't have any capacity to change your own behavior, right? No, it is all causal. Right, so you don't have any... There's no, you can't use the word change, right? Because change implies an alternate state and a preference which simply doesn't exist, right? Uh, you can use the word change. If, you, if I say I, I change the billiard ball in direction, then, then, then it's a change of direction... Uh, if, if a planet orbits a uh, uh, sun, then it continuously changing direction. Oh, I see, yeah. Changing, so I see it's mean. changing so, position. So like, uh, like rain going down will change the squiggle down the window pane or something like that. But it's not change like you're like a free will person would describe change, right? Which is appealing no, it's not to, a, not uh, a, to truth and so on, right? It's not changing in terms of truth or falsehood because there's no such thing, right? It's it's not changing from the causal uh, cause of effect chain, no. Okay, so maybe we could just go back to the point that I had earlier, which is that in the deterministic universe, there is no uh, such thing as uh, 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 as a preference uh, or um, uh, ideal states. Uh, there's no such thing as truth or falsehood because there is no such thing as alternate states. And this is the problem I have when a determinist comes along and says to the free will person, you are incorrect. Uh, I, I just need to understand, if you could help me, how that is different. And complexity is irrelevant, as we've now said three times. How is that different from debating with Iraq? How do you say or, or preferences do not exist? Uh, if if uh, I have a preference for, for tea instead of uh, coffee, uh, 
uh, yeah, I didn't choose that, or uh, that that uh, yeah, I was born with that. Uh, uh, so, what do you mean with preference? These preferences do not exist. Well, a preference for truth over falsehood is a preference that um, uh, that has no meaning, right? Because there's no possibility of alternate states. Like, I may look at the car bouncing down towards my rock. And I might prefer that the rock did not hit my car, but I would not tell the rock to go left or right, right? Yeah, but it, uh, the, the error you're making, I think, is that you're trying to talk to the rock. Okay, that, that doesn't make sense. That's like um, you were trying um, to have this debate with us in, in ultrasound, okay? We wouldn't understand you. The rock doesn't understand you when you talk to, you talk to, to it. But um, you could go and, and grind off... Uh, some some uh, uh, sand from the rock, and then it's not not around, not spherical anymore. So it can't roll down the hill anymore. It does, or it rolls somewhere else. Okay, that's what we're trying to do when humans interact. We try to change each other. We try to grind off something. But uh, help me understand again. Back to this change thing. You can't change my behavior because you can't change your own behavior, right? We are rocks bouncing down a hill. We, we all understand yeah, that. Because if we can't establish that, then there's no possibility of debating anything sensible, no. right? If, if the perspective is right. that causality cannot be broken, we are all rocks bouncing down a hill, then we cannot choose to change each other's behavior, right? Um, yeah. You, I, cannot, I cannot change your past, and I cannot change your current behavior, but I can change your future behavior, okay? I cannot can, change... Wait, can you change your own behavior? Uh, no. Okay, so you can't change my behavior if you can't change your own behavior, right? Because that would be to say oh, I can have more effect on me no. than you do on yourself, which would be illogical, right? That's like saying you can no, no, move my finger, but I can't, right? No, no, that's not right. You are one rock rolling down the hill, and I'm another rock. And sometime, and in some place, we meet and. A hit together, okay? And from you, a piece falls off, and from me, a piece falls off. So we've changed the way we will behave in the future, okay? But I've you changed you, and you've you changed me change because behavior, we've met. Right? You can't. The rock can't change right. where it's bouncing down, right? Right, but it 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 always interacts, okay? It always interacts with uh, with okay, uh, okay. the I environment. Understand. With I the... understand that rocks bouncing okay. down. Sorry to interrupt. I understand that rocks bouncing down a hill will hit each other and break off. But that still doesn't indicate that there's any such thing as preferred interactions, right? We can't say, well, that rock, one rock should have hit the rock at the other side at a different angle. This rock should not be bouncing here, but should be bouncing over there. There's no possibility of preferred state if there's no possibility of change, uh, of changing one's own behavior, right? Particularly with reference to uh, uh, a conceptual ideal or theory like truth and, and falsehood and so on. So you could still Maybe. say, I prefer the rock falls not on my car and um, instead of it falling on my car. But we would it doesn't mean that, that it is an irrational preference, right? Mm -hmm. Like it does not change anything. No, but it, it's a sensible preference, I would say. Yeah, but it, it still would be irrational. It's That's like praying that it doesn't like rain. Praying, of course, I prefer that it doesn't rain, but I can't change anything about that, right? No, I've, yeah, I, but I you don't still think prefer. that right, the preference the point that occurs when the we have... The point of a determinist viewpoint is to overcome error, right? But then the problem is that in a determinist universe, there's no such thing as error. That's where the paradox arises, right? 
Well, there is preference mm. as a subjective, irrational state, but we should overcome it as, yeah. as you know, as exactly. Wrong, right? No, no I, I'm not saying we should overcome it. That's that, that's like I, I, um, I was saying we should overcome mankind and become more superhuman stuff. I don't know. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Because you're telling me I should overcome free will, right? Because it's an error. Right, so you can't suddenly say, well, now I don't think we should overcome uh, our, our human nature and our human desires. You see, that's a kind of switch, right? Because for, for years on the board, right, people have been saying to me, well, Steph, uh, you can't break causality. It's either causality or randomness, and there's no free will, and you should give up this idea. It's an illusion. It's false, even though it's your subjective experience. And now when I'm pointing out some of the logical problems with determinism, you're falling back on, well, we should respect our preferences, and we're human, and right? You see, you can't have it both ways, right? I mean, not reasonably, at least not in my universe where there is free will. Yeah, I, can't, I can't negate the, um, the fact that I'm a human, of course, but are, are we talking about human minds? That's, that's what I meant. We have to know what we're talking about. Are we talking about matter and everything that is made of the matter, or are we talking about the special case of our human minds? There is and that is what case. we have to... There is no, according to, again, what we talked about earlier... There is yeah. no special case because there's no exception for the human mind from the realm of causality, right? Yeah, that's right. But unfortunately, we experience it to be a special case, no, even no, though no, it's come wrong. On, come on, come on. You gotta stop. I mean, with all this, I'm getting a little impatient here, right? Because for years, determinists have been telling me that I'm in error about free will, right? And now when I'm pointing out a lot, a, a very core, a lot Logical contradiction, which I have pointed out before, uh, in determinism, uh, we're coming back on, well, we can't overcome our human nature and we desire uh, for, we have a desire for choice and preference and truth even if it's not real and so on, right? Uh, so you can't say that it's an error when I do it, but it's uh, fealty to human nature when you do it, right? I mean, that, that's not very consistent, if you don't mind me saying. Like, no one has said to me, Steph, uh, yeah, it makes total sense to me that you would believe in free will. That's your subjective experience, and, uh, you know, good for you, right? Uh, more power to you, right? People will be saying, no, 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 you subjectively experience free will, but is incorrect, right? And I'm saying, well, you say that there's a preferred state of behavior called your, you know, uh, not breaking causality or whatever, and I say, well, I'm and human beings are like a bunch of rocks rolling down a hill, then there is no such thing as preferred behavior. Point, right? We can't know 
all stuff about well, subjective versus the universe and so on, but can we at least understand whether you agree with me or not, and I'm not saying you have to abandon your positions, but you, you, you do get contradictions from, uh, from the determinism that are that free will or you uh, give up your position on free will because it's you know, idea of truth, falsehood, and preferred states of behavior is meaningless. Nothing comes back. It's a logical problem. Maybe there's a logical way. To of course, that's sensible. I think we acknowledge that we have come across a logical problem now or later. We have a logical problem, right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't get the last. There was a whole bunch of breakups. Uh, okay. Still. Let's at least acknowledge that oh. we have encountered a logical problem, which doesn't mean determinism is, is false or free will is true or anything like that. But we have encountered a logical problem, which is that there's can... no possibility of a preferred or truthful state in a deterministic universe, but determinists correct other people with the goal of moving them closer to the truth, right? Yeah, you, commu uh, you communicate. Down a hill, sorry, yeah. if we're all rocks bouncing down a hill, it makes no sense that there's a better or preferred or, or you know, truer state for those rocks to be in, right? And complexity is irrelevant because the human mind does not break causality, and therefore telling other people that they're wrong and should correct their perspective is a logical contradiction within the determinist position. Now, it doesn't mean maybe there's a way to solve it I've never thought of. I'm just, can we at least acknowledge that there's a logical problem we can't solve at the moment? Okay. No, now that, now that I get what, what your uh, contradiction in determinism is, it's, it's actually pretty obvious, obviously easy, to, at least to me. Um, we, are, we are designed Please, go to ahead. do I'd so. Please, go ahead. I'd love to have it solved. <laughs> yeah, we're simply designed to correct each other. That's all. Well, that doesn't solve anything, sorry. But now you're going back to, well, it's a subjective state. It feels like the world is flat, and therefore we have to respect that. But that's not what you do uh, when you debate with the free willers, right? No, no I'm, I'm sorry. Then I didn't, then I didn't get what, what you were saying. I thought you were saying the logical contradiction is... Um, the, the, the if we are... If, okay, sorry. Could, could you just mute while we're uh, getting your echo? Um, if we are all rocks... Bouncing down a hill, crashing into each other, clearly there's no preferred mm -hmm. state in that scenario, right? Right. There's no right, there's no wrong, there's no better, there's no worse, there's no responsibility, nothing like that, right? The, the, the concept of right would not exist in that scenario, right? Right, yes. Okay, so if we substitute rocks bouncing down a hill with human beings debating, nothing changes. There's still no right or wrong in that situation because everything is predetermined and there's no possibility of alternate states because there's no breaking of causality, right? I think it's worth um, yeah. looking at the idea of natural selection in, in this context. So sorry, I, I, I'd love to talk about natural selection, but I'm I sorry. feel like we keep, like we're two opposing I, magnets, I, right? We're trying yeah. to get to this point and it's like, kaboom, you know, we, gotcha, we, we gotcha, jump gotcha. off somewhere else, right? Stand, I'll stand back for a second. No, just for a second. Please hold your thought. I do want to yeah, hear about yeah, natural selection, sure. but I just wanted to try and get this issue. 
I still have a problem with not, there not being preferred states. Uh, I mean, I build chips for mobile phones, and, and there is a, uh, a, if you receive data, there are errors in it, and uh, the, 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 the chip has to try and correct these errors uh, in the data. Yet everything is determined, but there is a preferred state, that is that the, the, the checksum is okay coming in. Right. Let's just because we, uh, just help me understand, right? Because we can go into all these computer analogies, but we do have this rock bouncing down a hill, which we've established is a valid analogy for human interaction. We understand that rocks bouncing down a hill and crashing into each other do not have. There cannot be a preferred state for that because that is all obviously predetermined, right? We might not. Right. I think, I think land, the there's no preferred state, right? I think the misunderstanding here is preferred by who. No, there's no such yeah, thing like as a when preferred you look state. At can we at least, okay, can we at least admit that with the rocks bouncing down a hill and crashing into each other, there's no preferred state? Yeah, well, preferred the rocks, by who? The rocks themselves. The rocks don't prefer state, of course. No, they don't. They don't right. know right. They, they don't care about right. No, they, the rocks themselves don't. Okay. Yeah. Right. Now, a human being may experience a preference, right, but that preference is exactly the same as a rock coming down a hill. That feeling of... I prefer for X, Y, or Z, is itself exactly the same as a rock coming down a hill because complexity is irrelevant, right? So it has no, uh, it doesn't mean anything that I feel that the rock doesn't want to land on my Volvo or whatever because that feeling itself is just another rock bouncing down a hill, right? That feeling is not correct or incorrect, right or wrong. It's just another unfolding of a predetermined set of events that could never be altered in any way, shape, or form, right? When you say that feeling does not matter, then does not matter to who is the question again? Well, in the same way that if I prefer that there is a God, that feeling is, does not create the truth that there is a God. So the fact that I feel a preference does not create a preference in the world, right? It would be an illusion, right? Like believing or wanting there to be a God is an illusion that we would say is false, right? So the feeling does not cre ontologically create a different state in the universe, right? The fact that I believe in Zeus does not put a guy with a big beard on a, on a mountain, right? No, and the, and the no. fact that you feel that, that, that you have a preference that the rock does not fall on your car does not change the, the root of the rock, it, it uh, whether it will fall on your car or not. And, and that preference is just another rock falling down a hill. It just happens to be in my mind. It has no, there's no possibility of changing it. There's no possibility of altering it. Right, so there's no possibility of alternate states or preferred behavior in a deterministic universe. We may have that feeling, but there's still no possibility because even that feeling is just another rock bouncing down a hill, right? Yeah, I still have, there is no, pre, there is no chance for preferred behavior. I, I still come back to preferred by who. If it's it preferred it by you, then there is. It doesn't matter who it's preferred by. It really doesn't. Yeah, There's it, no possibility actually, of alternate states within a determined universe because you can't break causality. It is all rocks pounding down a hill, bouncing into each other, right? So there's no correct or incorrect or right or wrong state in that universe, right? The word prefers implies a preferrer, someone who prefers. If you don't mention the preferrer, then, then you have a problem. Okay, let's, let's drop the yes. preference because that obviously is, is confusing. There's may, no may correct I? or incorrect uh, state or outcome from a bunch of rocks bouncing down a hill and hitting each other, right? Yeah, right. Correct according to a theory 
or correct according to okay, someone's but opinion. Yeah, but there, but or, there is no such thing as correct, right, in, in that situation. Like, they can't fall. Let's say I don't have a theory. Let's just say uh, there is no such thing as there is a right or wrong way for those rocks to bounce down a hill and hit each other, right? Yeah, right according to who? I mean, you need a viewpoint to determine right, uh, right or wrong. You need a theory to match it against. Uh, okay, let's just say, let's, just, let's break it down even more simply. Let's say that you and I are sitting here watching all of these rocks bouncing down the hill, right? If I turn to you and say, those rocks are bouncing incorrectly, what would that mean to you? Would that be a meaningful statement in any way, shape or form? No, well, it's that, not that a meaningful would be, statement. That would be nonsense. But we can well, they, apply that's exactly, exactly what I'm saying, right? If yeah, you, it, it, if it, you it's like, it's like someone, you're, you're saying... incorrect. You're exactly the same as me turning to you and saying the rocks are bouncing the wrong way down a hill. No, no, exactly. No, 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 you're not. Like saying um, when we have one rock that or, the two ro or, or two rocks bouncing down the hill, uh, they cannot be right or wrong. Just like the... I don't know an exact number, but it's... It, 10 to the power of whatever, how many atoms we consist of, okay? It's like saying these carbon atoms are wrong, these hydrogen atoms are wrong, or they have preferred behavior, or I prefer, you know, that's... The, uh, yeah, it would be meaningless, we, right? we are made of many, many rocks. Right, but it, it would be meaningless it's, it's, it's for me to say it's these a, rocks are bouncing down the hill the wrong way, right? Exactly, yes. Right, so when determinists come and say, uh, Steph, you are believing the wrong things and you should believe something else... That is exactly the same as saying the rocks are falling down the hill the wrong way because the behavior of the rocks are predetermined and I don't get any special exemption by having a human consciousness because that is entirely predetermined as well. But if, you, if, you, if we sit on the top of the, of the hill and we look at the rocks and, and then you say you cannot say they're bouncing down the hill the wrong way but you can only say it if if one has a theory that they will end over there and they land over here, then you can say that theory is wrong. No, no, because the theory is just another rock bouncing down a hill. There is no exception in the deterministic universe to rocks bouncing down a hill. Everything is a rock bouncing down a hill. We established that at the very beginning, so you can't create a special exception for theories. I certainly can because I believe in free will and I've made that argument, but the deterministic viewpoint simply can't. The theory is not made of matter, is not made of energy uh, and atoms. Wait, wait, wait. The that theory be, itself. Wait, wait, so you're saying there's an aspect of consciousness that's not subject to causality because it's neither matter nor energy? A theory, uh, mathematics, is not made of matter and energy, no. Okay, so an idea within the mind is supernatural? No, it, I think what, what, what an idea is supernatural. I want to make I understand. If it's not made of matter and energy, then it's not. Well, of course, it's made of matter and energy. Oh, it is. Okay, so it is matter and energy. So then it's a rock bouncing down a hill. It's 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 not exactly like a rock bouncing down the hill. It's it's um, many rocks bouncing down the hill. Complexity doesn't matter. That's complexity established, right? It doesn't change the, the fundamentals of the situation in any way. Because yeah, the, the deterministic viewpoint no, is the complexity simply creates the illusion of choice where there isn't, right? No, the, the complexity of the system determines the way the rocks will end 
at the bottom of the hill. Okay, the more rocks you get, the more they crash into each other and the, they form different piles of rocks. Sure, but none of those can be incorrect, right? No, of course not. Right, That's, so it's I, like have, saying, I have rocks bouncing around in my head, right, called I believe yeah. in free will, but that cannot be incorrect any more than rocks bouncing down a hill can be incorrect because no. I am made of the same matter and subject to the same laws and principles as the rocks, right? I, I don't get to escape causality. I don't get to have responsibility for my thoughts, right? According to the deterministic viewpoint, everything is rocks bouncing down a hill, and if things, if rocks bouncing down a hill can't be incorrect, a human being cannot be incorrect. I mean, this is just your logic, yeah. right? I mean, I can't... No, uh, my I'm trying to trap you here. This is just what you have argued. The theory yeah, my, can my, be incorrect, my, I would say. Yeah, my, my, logic, my logic is um, I cannot blame the, the carbon atoms you, um, you are made of for what you are doing. Okay? But as a human, I can blame you. No, That's no, you can't. That's the, the matter can't. of perspective. Yes, can. I can. Because we said complexity no. doesn't matter, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that why you're, 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 I, I went through this right at the beginning. I said, "Does can we?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, abs- you're absolutely matter, right. So the fact that I'm you're absolutely right. Complexity. I'm still rocks bouncing down a hill, right? Right, right, right. You're many rocks bouncing down the hill, but um, when I say as a human being, I mean the perspective. I judge you as a human. I, I cannot. It makes no sense to judge your rocks, but I judge. But you understand from now. You're, my you're abandoning perspective the as a position, human right? being. But you're abandoning the determinist position if you're creating special cases for human beings. You're saying everything is subject to causality, but I'm going to treat human beings as completely outside of causality for the sake of interacting with them. Not completely, but at least somewhat outside of causality, because I'm going to apply truth and falsehood, right and wrong, to human beings, which I would never apply to everything else in the universe, like rocks spawning down a hill, or rain coming down a window pane, or any other complex, or Brownian, or whatever you like motion, right? If you're going to create special rules for human being, that's fine, but then you've just said that human beings are not subject to causality. Because if you're going to treat human beings as different, or having opposite properties than anything else in the universe, then you're not a determinist. No, that's not right. I treat human beings differently than a single. I treat billions of trillions of whatever millions rocks in a different way than one single rock because I cannot um, uh, predict its behavior. To me, right. it looks but, sorry, totally we random. The, well, I'm sorry to interrupt you. We already went through this at the beginning, and we said we can't predict the weather, but that does not mean it has consciousness, and we do not treat it as if it does. Right? Complexity doesn't matter. Lack of predictability doesn't matter. Yeah, but if we could, uh, we we would try. Uh, we would we would influence the weather, and, and we can influence humans. Okay, that's why we have eyes and ears. So, why shouldn't we do that? Well, again, we've already said that if you can't change your behavior, you can't. If you can't even influence your own behavior, then you can't influence my behavior, right? Any more than rocks bouncing. Oh, you know, I can, I can, I can, I can. No, no, we 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 uh, we established that rocks too. Rocks can influence their behavior, their future behavior by crashing into grinding yes, something but off no from such each thing other. Yes, right or wrong, true or false, in how they crash into each other, right? No. Right. So, but, but there's they no crash such thing into as each right other. or wrong, true or false, in human human beings or interactions, right? No. Good. Okay. Then then it makes uh, sense uh, to yeah, yes. correct the free will. Sorry. Right? Yes. Oh, there is, so there is right and uh, wrong for human beings, but not for rocks. Yeah, for human beings. It's, 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 it's the matter of perspective. Uh, from, um, Can I break in for a sec? Yeah. <laughs> so, 
we I think that it's um, worth looking at. I guess I don't know. This is kind of a strange interlude, but it's worth looking at um, natural selection. So we have our rocks rolling down the hill, right? They're bouncing along down the hill. Um, and say the hill is really long, right? And some of them fall off the side, right? So and some of them keep rolling, keep rolling, keep rolling, keep rolling, keep rolling. And if we take this analogy over to humans, um, we can kind of look at holding people responsible and taking responsibility as ways of keeping the rocks on the hill. That if we don't do these things at some point in our lives, whatever, they just fell off the hill. Like at some point in you know human evolutionary history or whatever, when you know society starts arising, we have this. We like I would say that there is some argument from I would make some argument from complexity that um, that we have memory that we have the ability to make predictions about the future, which is you know different from rocks, right? They can't look into the future. They can't mem- remember things from the back uh, from the past, right? So we have this ability to kind of make uh, comparisons with what's going on now versus what. Um, or what's going on in some chain of time that we can kind of store in our memories versus things that have happened in the past and kind of project those things out into the future, quote unquote, the future. So um, we kind of, we developed this in the sort of disastrous struggle to, you know, survive, you know, evolutionary history, right? Um, the animal king, terrible, right? So um, we, we have this, um, we, we get past the point where we um, are able to produce food to survive and we have leftover resources or whatnot. And um, I think it kind of centers around this idea of being able to, to make predictions, right? Like human beings can make predictions. And if they're correct, they get um, a bonus, right? A bonus in energy. You get this feeling of efficacy. You get this feeling of... Uh, Capability to do things, and I mean that happens, right? So if you make if you if you put things off for now, and you you make sacrifices in the present for long term gains, you get um, not only the resources that you were shooting for for whatever reason, but you get um, a feeling of efficacy in in return as well. So we kind of we change the game once 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 we're no longer competing for resources, we change the game from. we change the game from getting resources to getting this sort of emotional um, increase, like this feeling of efficacy, this happiness that kind of, that comes along with uh, being correct in predictions, right? So the rocks bouncing down the hill, like holding people responsible and um, taking responsibility, is just the way the rocks keep bouncing down the hill, in a matter of speaking. If you don't, right, do like that, it's, then it's you an illusion, right? Like stop if, bouncing. if we. If, sorry to interrupt, but if I understand it correctly, it's like saying that uh, uh, there is an evolutionary advantage to um, tribes that believed in God because they would uh, fight to the death with the expectation of heaven, which gave them a military advantage, whatever, right? Like you could say that there's an evolutionary advantage, if I understand what you're saying. Uh, and uh, that's why we have ended up with this uh, belief in, in choice or responsibility or consequence for debate. Is, is that, and tell me if I'm wrong. I just want to make sure I understand what you're saying. Well, uh, like, yeah, again, this thing comes down to, it comes down to predictions, right? Like, we can, I don't, like, I don't believe that there is a predetermined future, right? There's no, like, someplace out in the world or someplace in the universe where there's, you know, like, this predetermined future where we, I don't know what exactly that means, but um, what, it, what it means to be, have a predetermined future. But we do have the capability to make predictions, right? 
and we can make multiple multiple predictions, realize that these predictions are going to be competing with our time, and choose among them. So I don't think that that's an illusion. Like I think that we do go through that process from an objective viewpoint. Like we do recognize that things can happen in the future, that different things can happen in the future, and that we can select between them depending on whatever you know resource we believe we want, whether that's in our best interest or not. Like we right. can so go. I, I don't think that. Like, I don't think the, it's an illusion. Right. We ha- you're saying we have the capacity to you know balance long term, short term gains, uh, uh, weigh things on, and and so on. Right. And I, I certainly, I, sure, I would yeah. certainly agree with you. And I, I think that the essence of uh, of choice or of free will uh, is the ability to compare uh, statements to abstract ideals. Um, but uh, that having been said, I know yeah, that we've, we've that. gone we've gone for uh, almost an hour and a half, and I, I have to get back to some parenting duties and relieve my wife of yeah. uh, of our baby who is uh, um, wailing about the inevitability of her future as we speak. So uh, I'm going to uh, uh, stop now. But uh, I really did want to thank you so much. Uh, it has been very. Uh, illuminating for me, and I really do uh, thank you for taking the time. I've had some uh, difficulty, uh, and of course, uh, seeing that we've been going for an hour and a half with some very intelligent and verbally acute and and, and smart uh, people, uh, we've been unable to come to uh, uh, any kind of uh, resolution, uh, I think is important, because this would have been about another year on the board, so it's much more efficient to not agree in 90 minutes uh, than spend a year <laughs> not agreeing on the board, so uh, I just wanted to thank you guys for your time and uh, and for helping me to, to understand uh, more of where the determinist position uh, is is coming from and uh, uh, thanks again so much and uh, I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks.